0: Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. So we're going to go to wildcard line number one, talk to Nathan out of Middletown, Ohio. I went to school with some folks from Middletown, Ohio. So how are you tonight, Nathan? What's going on? Welcome to Coast to Coast.
1: Well, hi, Connie. I've never spoken with you before, but I'm a frequent caller.
0: Well, nice to talk with
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... Uh... I wanted to share that you know your your show earlier with your guest was pretty pretty good. I was pretty impressed by it because I had I have seen the, the nightmare and I uh, but I had never gotten to hear him explain things about it. And uh, the, the concept he's, of his new film sounds very interesting. And I have I've had several experiences that lead me to believe that that he's probably right on with something as far as them being able to control and manipulate reality.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. You know, I never thought, I never compared it with the sleep paralysis thing. And uh, as soon as he said it, I, it just clicked. You know, and he said that somebody else had told him that, that was having the sleep paralysis, right? So... It did. It just made me click, too, and I just got into the thought, and, you know, he kept going, thank goodness, because I was a little lost. I couldn't, I think, I, I agree. I think that is an answer right there. So you, too, have seen the shadow people and experienced the uh, sleep paralysis or one or, or both of those um, things?
1: I've had both of those things happen. I've, had, I've seen shadow people, but that didn't start happening to me. about. This started happening about six years ago. And but I've been an abductee my whole life, so I kind of associated it with that. And it wasn't until I was older that I realized that they were separate, sort somehow. Mm Hmm. But but I've kind of experienced both experiences.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's then. Yeah. Then I think you can relate to of wow that makes a difference because they they it's like you're a remote control and they've got a little remote on you and they're like stop start walk wake up move don't move right
1: yeah well in my case I was well one thing I wanted to make sure to say was as far as the sleep paralysis goes with me it goes even beyond that sometimes when these beings appear I'll actually go out of body just almost as a fear reaction so
0: you think that's your fear, or you you don't think it's them pushing uh, you out I, or pulling you out?
1: I, I think they're trying to be able to do that, but I think it's I think the purpose is to scare me that much. I think they get something from terrifying people.
0: Mm. Do you think, since you're an abductee, do you believe yeah. that um, they take your body up? Or you think that sometimes, and maybe, yeah, maybe it's just sometimes, it doesn't have to be all the time, but they can also just take your soul out of your body and deal with that?
1: I do think so. I mean, I think both things can happen. I also think they can affect what dreams you have.
0: Yeah. Yep. Thought, placement, all sorts of things. Yeah. I get you. And they kind of
1: control when you remember the stuff about your encounter anyway.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So, are you a fan are you a fan of dr. David Jacobs?
1: uh not particularly, but I, I, I understand where it's coming from. I've seen hybrids, meaning I've seen beings that look like a mix between aliens and humans, but I've never seen something that looked so human that it would pass everything I've ever seen, even the Nordic types that I've seen are very distinct and would stand out in the crowd.
0: And is that from remembering through abductions?
1: Yeah, I've I've been an abductee since I was very young.
0: But, but I mean, it wasn't like you were just kind of walking the streets and you saw something. It's all been during the abduction times?
1: Very much the, so, yes, including okay. any, any UFOs. I've never seen a UFO outside of the experience.
0: Okay. Ooh, great stuff. Nathan, thank you, and very nice to meet you. So that's interesting. I mean, you guys are going to freak when you hear this, but it's true. And I've told some people and, you know, I might as well go ahead and tell it now here. But at one point, and you're going to think this is crazy, but hey, wait a minute. I don't care. You guys are the right people. You're the right audience to talk to about this. You're you're my buddies on this. So one time I was in New York and, uh, you know, when you're in the city, you know, anything goes and it's fine. Nobody thinks twice about it. Um, You know, it can be a big deal in LA and people take pictures and, oh, well, I'm in Hollywood or wherever they are, right? But you're in New York and people just walk right by the crazy things or they walk right by the celebrities. I've seen Larry King. I've seen different people along the way in New York City and they can just walk as if it's no big deal. They can be who they are. I love that. You know, I I love New York City. But there was a time that I was walking uh, through and I saw something. And of course, at first I went, oh, well, that's New York. But uh, it was, I don't even, wow, I usually stop myself when I get to this point and I don't tell it because some people just can't handle it. But we're here, we're good. But I saw what uh, what appeared to me to be an actual gray walking the street. However, it had a trench coat uh, that was wrapped around it. It had baggy pants and uh well everything was a little oversized for it but it still had it on a fedora and uh, the shoes were too big everything about it was as if a gray snagged a trench coat <laughs> pants shoes and a fedora and did its best and it was the shoulder uh, the uh, collar was pulled up it was as though it pulled the clothes together to try to uh hide itself as it walked through new york city and apparently it it did fine i remember passing by this is what i believe i saw and as i walked past it there was just something different about it and you guys get that vibe right when there's something different by you and you look at it um well it caught my eye and at the same time it caught my eye uh, that that being whatever that was looked at me too when i looked at it and we both were like right in tune with each other, like, what the what hmm kind of thing. And I passed by it going, Okay, uh, you know, as 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 if something led me to just keep going by. I didn't stop and go, Hey. Uh, and I just thought, well, New York City. And I remember turning back at it. I, I went a little ways and I thought, okay. I didn't turn around real quick. I, it was as though something was guiding me. And then I said, okay, now it's time to turn around and check it out from the back. And as I checked it, checked around the back, it was doing the exact same thing to me. Mine was looking at it in a way of, did I just see what I think I saw? And it looked at me like, ooh, did it? Ju- did she just see <laughs> me and and have a clue of what I am? But kid you not, I saw that and it matched with one of the uh, stories that I heard on uh, Project Camelot before uh, that some guy, I can't remember the guy's name, but he talked about how you would see uh, some of these beings where they would put on clothes of people to look like you know, to fit in. And this thing did because it was New York City. But if you looked a little closer, you're like, what is that? Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.